Hey, everybody. Uh, you know what? It is our first Friday uh, National Parks show with the National Parks Arts Foundation. It's really the Toast of the Arts and Parks show. And uh, back in 2021 in the fall, um, we got to chat with Grammy-nominated and award-winning musician Chi Xuan Yang, and um, she was the National Parks Arts Foundation Artist in Residence for a month in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Who doesn't want that gig, right? Um, and that residency is still there, so everyone should go check it out at nationalparksartsfoundation.org. But we're super excited to welcome her back on the show because she's got a new EP out, a new single out, and she's going back to Hawaii to do some shows in early 2024. So welcome back, Chishwin. I've been practicing your name. You know that. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. I mean, it's been a couple of years right before we pushed the record button. We're trying to remember who, what, where, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that residency um, was amazing because you could be there for a month um, right. and in the art house with the recording studio. <laughs> right. It's funny because I didn't actually use the actual booth because it was already so quiet in the house. I didn't really need to isolate the, I'm not like, you know, vocalist or anything. And then that room is like tiny for playing violin with a bow yeah so so I ended up just recording in the bedrooms which turned out fantastic as well so oh wow wow so your <laughs> new song uh new me that is out and you can everyone get it on YouTube Spotify and um those uh watching here on YouTube will be able to also hear it um tell us a little bit about that because I believe you were writing it then and of course a lot has happened over the last it's wow yeah. three it is three years holy cow it, I guess, yeah. yeah, it is three years. Um, yeah, we can I count. Guess, yeah, One, two, two, little... two, no, it's two years. <laughs> yeah, it's three years, two years. We can't count. Two years. Yeah, we can't count. Who cares? Don't tell, don't tell my teachers. <laughs> it yeah, does, two years. It feels like a lifetime ago, huh? Like yeah, another it does. Lifetime ago. Yeah, I mean, just because the pandemic, I mean, affected everybody. And, and then I unfortunately or fortunately got into a um life-altering car accident yeah that little two-year period as well so that kind of is uh you know I say luckily because unfortunately and fortunately because I you know just the the power of like shifting perspectives perspectives you know like sounds like a cliche but like you do I have this like urgency you feel like I need to like put on more music or get things done just like you don't know tomorrow is not promised so treasure every yeah. day cherish every moment and be with people who you want to be with and playing music with people who you want to play with so it's it's yeah it's true you know people do have a different sense of you know perspective and, and all that appreciation gratitude I guess coming um, close to close to death and also going through pain and it's traumatic your body goes into a shock right it's a really traumatic thing to go through and at the yeah. same time, it's like you're, there's this weird thing that happens where you become closer with yourself when you go through something like that. Like you all of a sudden, like you start communicating with yourself more than, you know, like you're saying you want to do all these things more, but there's this other communication that happens. Did that happen with you through this? Um, what's funny? I mean, I think there's always like great meaning in pain that the, the, you know, it's, it's a motive of reaching out and, it can also be the basis of like, you know, looking into deep within yourself and finding what's new and original in, in your mm. experience. And then I fully embrace this, 
you know, pain because I'm just, I feel so lucky to be able to experience the, the, the full spectrum of human experiences, good or bad, right? And what's also, what's a very interesting thing that happened to me the first night I was in the hospital, I had just scored a commercial for Gap. And oh. that night, and I haven't, I, I didn't know when it was going to air and I, I had no idea. And so that night the nurse came to my room and she said, would you like to watch some TV? And I said, I don't watch TV. And, and she said, maybe it'll help you, you know, distract you from your pain. Um, what you just went through this traumatic thing. And so she turned on the TV and that night was the, the Grammy, I mean, the Emmy Awards that night. It was the, you know, life, you know, yeah. from Emmy Awards. And I was just watching, watching, and then all of a sudden my commercial came on, like during, that's in cool, the, in between the Emmy Awards. And I was like, oh my God, that's the, the thing that I just scored. And I just remember that moment was, it's very interesting. Like a, it's like a cosmic joke. Like you're on, like, hi, that your first commercial just aired on TV, but then yet you're in bed with a ton of morphing and, and with a broken, you know, hand and back. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's a very interesting experience that the universe is like here, just like kind of like throw it out. The most important thing though, really, we're so glad you're here because I remember hearing Thank about you. the accident. We were all sharing things on social mm-hmm. media, um, in support and, um, it, it it was it's terrifying and yet you know we're just like oh my god at least you're alive but are you okay we don't want you in pain and of course you know we, we also want you to be able to be happy recuperate and play music so that journey of going from a hospital bed to being able to you know broken you, musicians are not allowed to have their hands broken I know. nothing's allowed right <laughs> and so then there's like that rehab and what was that journey like to be able to get back? And you said your back, right? So your back was so, affected. Yeah, the accident was pretty horrific because we were, I was actually coming home from a gig that night. And that was one of the first concerts that I started playing since pandemic because it was late. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, so happy, like, you know, that I'm finally playing live music again. So I have my kid and my partner also in the car with me that day because. Ooh it was going to be like a fun, you know, backyard sort of thing. So they all came with me and on our way home, I wasn't driving, my partner was driving. And all of a sudden, just a car flew from the opposite side of the traffic through the medium on the highway. We're on the highway 110, passing by downtown LA. And then this this car was driving 75 miles per hour. So are we. And then it just like airborne this car. I just saw sparkles. I was like, oh, why is there fireworks on Saturday night? But it wasn't. It was an SUV airborne and then landed on our car. That's so, insane. That is crazy. Like, it's a picture. It was just like people don't understand how we survived, like all, all three of us. Um, but then I got the worst injury of, of the, in, in, in our car. But the girl who actually hit us. She was also a victim because she was hit by someone else first in the, the other. Oh. So it caused her to lose control, you know, of the car. And then she f- jumped the medium and landed on us. And then she got wow. hit two more times. So she was like this ping pong ball just got hit like five oh, times. Oh, messy. She is paralyzed from the chest oh. down. I know it's really, I just cannot imagine. Um, so immediately upon the impact, I just know that I, I saw my hand in blood and then I just know that there's, you know, something broken, but I'm glad that we're all like 
still moving. I, I hear everybody like screaming and yelling, but um, and then like so the my injuries were I injured three of my fingers and my pinky was broke, and then my back was compressed. I have two spots that's com- compression fracture because I've been over so. Oh so much that I hit my knees and then the airbag didn't catch me somehow because maybe because my seat was a little bit back and then on the fifth day they told me that oh I'm gonna discharge you like you you know your your fingers will will eventually heal you have to like do a lot of PT and your back there's nothing we're not gonna operate on so I told them like but I have this like abdominal pain that's excruciating like and then on the fifth day in the hospital bed if somebody even like just touched me a little bit, I would be screaming. So I, I like begged them to give me another scan. I was like, something's not right. I know that I have no uh, puncture wound on my, on my belly, but there was like a huge laceration from the seatbelt that caught me, you know, saved my mm-hmm. life, but also hurt me a lot. And then immediately after the, the uh, MRI this time, they, they, they pushed me to the OR immediately. They said your intestines, your small intestines, it's it's leaking. And then oh. there's also spots that's already like rotting. So there's so they had to like do a <laughs> sorry. They had to do a, a emergency laparotomy. So it's, it's that means they have to like find out where the leak is and then to take out inch by inch of all your intestines, your spleen, your stomach, and you know, your intestines and, and just find out where the leak is. And then so they found two spots. One is is already like, you know, it's already leaking. And then the other part is just like needs to be cut out. So they cut out two sections of, of my small intestines and then, re, you know. Re- wow. I know. So that left with a huge, like a nine inch scar on my belly. And wow. the thing is like I, when I was little, I was four or five years old. I had a heart surgery because I had a heart mm-hmm. defect. So I already had a heart, like uh, I already had a nine inch scar from my, <laughs> from here to here. And then now I have another one from below. It's like a zipper. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I have two huge scars on my chest and my, not my belly. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. And your lip to talk about them, which is the best part of it, right? Yeah. It's like they, they call them war wounds for a reason. You know, it's like, let's, let's, you know, I've got, I've got one up my arm for, they had to put a rod in my arm. Oh, wow. <laughs> the whole other kind yeah. of it, yeah there's you know there's things that you go through which that's nothing in comparison but um what i find interesting is you know your new song new me yeah. that you had written it in hawaii and then when you listen to it now knowing what is this transition of health and just life you know one of those major shifts in life that something right. makes you you know yeah definitely it's kind of it's weird it's almost like you knew I don't know. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It wasn't going to call, be, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be called, but, um, but then it just felt right at the, after the accident mm-hmm. that I needed to finish that one. That, that song is like something that I just feel like I need to finish. And I ended up calling a new me and I just hope that it will like encap, encapsulates the power of shifting perspectives and mm-hmm. then like serves as a reminder, you know, and, that every day it's not guarantee and and then hopefully you like infuse each day with a little bit more gratitude and grace and well I love that song because there's a lot of hope in it and yet mm-hmm. it feels very much like you are at the coast there's a, a feeling of nature and rhythm mm-hmm. like a, a slow tide to me yeah. and then you've got parts of it that goes okay 
it ain't going to be all rosy, but I'm back again. You know what I mean? There's this balance in there that is really interesting how you're able to do it. And I think you do that a lot in your music. And it, it's just a, I don't, you have this way of transit, transitioning. Because you've got the flow. There's always this flow of, you know, because of the strings, all that flow with it. Um, yeah. Also with ESCP. Uh, and, and you tell everybody about that because that EP, um, Pearls, is beautiful. But again, okay. you've got the, this natural vibe to it, this nature yet global feel to it. And then you go, oh, yeah, I'm going to add this in here. Just a little <laughs> little grit. you got to have a little grit. But you put the flow and grit together. Thank you so much. That's very, very sweet. Um, you know, like the, the escape ESCP is, you know, it's kind of like the escape key on the computer. Right. Like, like, you know, it's, it's just, um, we call that escape because we, we hope that we take you to a different place, you know, Mm -hmm. you do, you You trip us out, man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that, that album was a, you know, compilation of, you know, compositions that express the, embrace the feeling of loss and you know growth and tragedy tragedy comes later because i didn't know it's going to be tragic uh, mm. <laughs> but we were supposed to finish that record um before the pandemic and oh wow it didn't happen because we, we actually my my so escape is consisted of myself and my partner bob garrett who mm. lives in chicago and he is a worldly percussionist and he also is a composer and we i, I just feel like our our vision artistically kind of gelled together and we're mm-hmm. also great friends so we decided to make an album together and i had happened to apply for a grant and i got it so like we needed to finish it but it unfortunately just took so much longer than we thought it was going to be so um but when, so finally after my car accident <laughs> i was like we gotta finish it you know we have to like you know those people who donated the money and then all those like people who you know contributed you know we need to like finish it so that's also like I went back and we just kind of like finished the entire album together you know we started writing before pandemic but then like we finished it um and also during that time when we first decided to write an album together both of us were going through a lot of heartbreak at the time Mm -hmm. and I had just also moved um from Chicago to LA 2017 I think late 2016 and so it was a time and then like feel like actually the time helped us to like reflect what happened the past few years and then like we were able to arrive at this place that's like peaceful and also like we're surrendering what life has you know brought us to this place and we feel you know peace and and it was very healing for both of us making the record and um you feel that. That's what I'm saying. You feel that kind of natural vibe in there. That yeah. just, you feel like you are out in nature. There's just a calmness and soothing, and yet you are on a trip. It's a sonic journey. We can say that, right? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So that's I where you just kind of vibe, yeah. and then it was over. And I'm like, what? What do you mean an EP? <laughs> like, what's with that? Put it on repeat. Lose that baby. <laughs> I would say that this uh, this EP was made with like tears and sweats and like blood, like with all like every you know mm. part of our beings to put this together, and it represents like hope for the future, and then hopefully brings people together from all cultures. And and we mm. just because we our composition, we always use that word because you have to categorize your own music, which is 
the my least favorite thing to do right but when you put it on like a platform like spotify or itunes they're always like well how do you categorize your music right so we're like oh god like this is electronic but it's also acoustic it's worldly and global so like we came up with a term we just call it a multi-culty ambient (laughs) i like that i like (laughs) yeah i like that because i I hate that, uh, you know, the pigeonholing. We might have talked about that right. before. And I, I, we're talking about it on the show all the time. And we're, we're the big blend. And yet, exactly. you know, Google's like, we don't like that. And we're like, well, screw you. But yeah. they do like us. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. this. It, art is art. It's whatever exactly. it's supposed to be. And so algorithms don't understand ambiance. They don't understand how you can do more than one thing yet. Didn't computers come from being binary and now like, wait, we're, you know, right. we could be, I don't know what's quadrupery. <laughs> you know, make my own words up now. We, you know, that it's, it's just weird that, um, and now look at all this AI. Like, I know just about to say, is like, that weird? It's so weird. Like, it's scary. And, um, uh, but I don't know. I just, you know, I, you know, there's an, like an app that they, generates music you can type in like can you write some elevator you know smooth jazz music and then it will like and then make an album within seconds and then i have done you know i've tried it and and it just doesn't have the soul no like when i listen to your playing i mean really there's this flow and this bending of notes that comes from years of practice and being able to because if when you begin like you 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 know, but right. now it's this soft, beautiful, it's like, you know, a polished piece of wood that just you can rub your hand on. But when you first start playing as, you know, a complete novice, there's no, you know, smooth wood there. Oh, <laughs> you're going to yeah. get the splinters. And AI is just picking up and merging things in little things. So there's no soul and the soul comes from the splinters. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that I makes both complete both sense. sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It makes complete sense, but it, you know, it, it, yeah, I think people will know, I mean, even art, like when they're doing it with paintings and writing, it's just kind of empty. Yeah, absolutely. So like, you know, Escape's goal, like me and Bob were both, I would, I would like to think that we're really, really like worldly people that were exposed to a lot of different types of music throughout our, you know, career. And we thought, you know, I remember last time I said, you know, my personal, personal goal or in life is to be the the bridge between cultural diversities and mm-hmm. that's also the goal for for the album for all the music that i i make is to like you know it's the essence of being a musician is to you know just to be the universal language exactly like yeah and i'm so grateful that i'm able to do that you know mm. um, and i hope that reflects in my music and oh i think so for sure because you feel like you're going like there's like moments where you're in like Europe and, and then you can yeah. go to Asia and then you all of a sudden I'm like, wait, we got a little Africa here. Oh, wait, now we're yeah. going to Ireland. Maybe I don't know. That's all good with me. And <laughs> oh, you don't really know, but that's like when you think about the way the world is right now, we need unity more than ever. Right. Yeah. And in music, you can do that without pointing fingers or, you know, the pointing fingers isn't going to get anyone anywhere ever. But our world is a little shaken right now in a lot oh, of ways. And yeah. music just, it's its like when you listen to your music and when you think about that bridge and that universal language, it's almost like you're taking the globe and just 
what like watercoloring over the the borders mm. Mm. yeah you I know th- yeah I mean I think musicians imagine that no borders I I agree and no passports no borders no oh pass- god because now I'm probably oh, I think I have to renew <laughs> always good to have your passport on you know you yes. never know yeah, <laughs> you need to make a um, quick flight. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that we're the gatekeepers of the culture. You know, like it's. I mm. think musicians, especially during the pandemic, right? It's. It, I think it's our responsibility not only to come together when there's, you know, applause and shiny lights on our faces, but it's also our responsibility to, to like, you know, heal mm. each other and to hold up each other's when when you know, doing isolation. So. um when you were in Hawaii, I mean, there was, you know, the conversation we had and you were, you were fresh in that experience, right? And then going to go home. And now yeah. after some reflection, obviously a lot of, you know, things have happened. But right. do you reflect back to Hawaii and even putting the new song out, New Me, like have um, just has, has that experience grown on you when you are able to step out outside and look back? Yes, definitely. I think it would have been a very different song if had that not happened to me, like, you know, the accident or like even just like just like Escape album would have sound very, very different if we had finished it before the pandemic. You know what I mean? I think it's mm-hmm. it's all it's scary. It's refreshing. But then it also like during that isolation or, or it was a very also very grounding for me at the same time, I guess, you know. Yeah, I'm glad that the time actually gave it a little flavor. <laughs> to, yeah, well, it's to the- deep too. It's very deep, you know, and, and that's what I think about the flow. It just feels very watery, like good water, oh, not watery yeah. like washed down. Right. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, you know, it, it, it's got to be clear on that with people because I want them to go hear it. So you're going to go back to Hawaii and do some shows. Do you mm-hmm. have dates so people know or should they go to your everyone? Uh, the website, Dishwin. Um, dot com. So it's C-H-I-H-S-U-A-N.com. Right? Yes. I, got, I have to read it now to make sure. Very good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, tell everybody about what you're going to, where you're going to be performing. Uh, and So the, this, um, let me pull up this poster I just received. Um, so this um, show I'm going to be playing. Actually, I think we have two shows. One is going to be Ona and one is going to be in Hilo. And mm. in, in Kona is on February 10th. Okay. It's going to be at the place called the Pyramid House. I've, I don't know if you've cool. been there. I've never been nope. there. Um, it's going to be with my dear friend Rafe Perlman and my friend Daniel Bergman. They're both fantastic musicians. Just It just like feel like their bodies, like it transcends. Music just flows. Like all uh. the, you know, Rafe is an amazing singer that kind of grew up all around the world you know spent a lot of time in alaska and travel a lot and used to sing with this group called um earth harp i don't know if you heard of them. oh that's a nice earth name harp. though yeah and daniel lives in san francisco so like we're gonna like all come together to in hawaii to 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 play this show and he plays an african instrument called kora okay cool and then he also cool. plays this instrument called andomo which is a kind of like a uh, theremin, but on keys. It's not a lot of people play this instrument. It's called Andomo. It's O N D O M O N. Wow! But it's very unique. So that when the three of us come together, it's like 
it's like wow like we're all surprising each other with all the instruments that we play (laughs) wow wow so and then you guys practice on your own and have the music and then you get out there and it's like here we go do you work on zoom together at all in we have not we played wow three of us play once together in portland and seattle recently um, but that was the first time I met Daniel. <laughs> so, but this this Hawaii concert is going to be very cool. Oh, that that's exciting! Yeah, it'll be the first time the three of us play a solo, like a, a as a trio together, and I'm very oh. excited about it to see you know, where nice. it's going to take us. So, <laughs> oh, that's really exciting! So, everyone, two performances in February in Hawaii. So yeah. do you think you're going to do any more artists in residence or apply for another I one? I would love to. I really want to come back to, you know, go back to the Hawaii National Park, um, the Volcanoes National Park. Um, but uh, I know there's so many people apply for it all the time. And and I think people should get the opportunity to to go to this amazing place. But yes, I will. I think the next time when I feel like I need a, a, a little escape, I will definitely apply again. Probably you know, there's so many places in national parks. Yeah. Um, I would love to definitely do another residency at some point. When I, feel be, I would, it would be so cool if you were like at Chaco Canyon, Um, you know, just from that, you know, the ancestral cultures out there. Um, yeah. Where is that? Where's, where's it's the... Northern New Mexico. Oh, see. and, mm-hmm. and they have these circulars, you know, Kiva structures, they're not all keys, but it's, they were it built for, they think for the solstice and for sun events and, you know, solar events, basically, um, ceremonial. Yeah. So they believe. And, um, I don't know. It's like when you're there, you're like, okay, that's like sacred, sacred ground. It feels mm. like it. And there's crows oh. and ravens everywhere. Well, that's New Mexico too, but it's beautiful. It's a dark sky park as well, like Hawaii. Um, and, yeah. Just all the ruins of these places. Um, and it is Kivas. Yeah. No, um, I, I like also yeah. to make a big shout out to Tanya. Um, oh, Tanya Ortega. We love Tanya yeah, here. Ortega. And I, I just, this time I just literally, I just emailed her. I said, Tanya, I want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she's awesome. Yeah. She's the best. And uh, I'm so grateful for her and, and just being so welcoming and, and just, yeah, I have so much gratitude. I, I, I'm so blessed. So yeah, and her and, and, and her board for the National Parks Arts Foundation. What I think is so great is they really truly support artists and the artist vision because I know when you guys all apply, they, you have to ask you to, what's your vision? What do you want to do? And then when you're, you get there and you start doing it, you're like, well, no, it's going to change now. Or, Hey, I want to learn this new technique or this new craft. And they're like, okay, once yeah. you're in, you're in, you know, to be able to do that. And, um, They've just really, they're so supportive of originality and true creativity that it just, you know, you just don't hear many places like that. Even to get into other residencies and it's like for artists that have to go, get represented in galleries and stuff, it's so hard yeah. yet because of that rigidity and mm-hmm. rigidity shouldn't be there in art yet. Sometimes we need that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <We do. laughs> You know, we have to learn those scales, right? You know, <laughs> I know you have to learn how to write a grant. You have to learn how to like actually, uh, yeah, not just all that, but also, yeah, you, yeah, you can't just yeah. be on the, yeah, we have to use all sides of our brain. Exactly. I think so. we have more than two sides of our brain, but that's just me. Oh, I went to, I went to Chaco and hung out with aliens. I don't know. 
let's talk about that next next yeah, week. I know you gotta go. You gotta go there. But very excited for you. Any more you. music in the works? New music that we should all keep our ears out for. For right now, I'm just gonna you know kind of work on my solo set and and definitely want to write some more music. And I just I had just finished my first、uh, feature film as a composer, original composer for、oh. a 90 minute film. So I've been working on that.、So、I've been writing a lot.、Um, Yeah, it's a、nice. it's a new thing scale or or it's interesting that how the Gap commercial kind of opened the door for me as a composer that I never thought I will you know be pursuing. So I between between the Gap commercial I've you know written for a short film I also written for a theater production of Sense and Sensibility. Oh wow! I know. So that that theater run for like six months in somewhere in Wisconsin in the theater company, <laughs> and、oh, then this is amazing. So do you get like it's got to be different doing theater versus okay for a movie? Yeah, you get to see parts of the movie, or do they tell you I need this much time? This is dark. This is like how does that work? So I saw the whole film first, but then the film at the time was not like picture locked. So that means they're still editing, they're still figuring out things. So, so what what I have is also they will send me pieces of the the the、uh, sections of the the part of the movie that they want me to score. So I have the time code, like oh from here to here, this is gonna be like five minutes and thirty six seconds. Or she's running through the woods and there's a you know exactly <laughs> somebody coming after like, a minute.、Yeah. And- Two seconds, so it's like very、uh, precise, like the the minutes down to the wow.、Second. Yeah, you can't, you、know. can't. Yeah. yeah, and then I have to know what's happening in the visually because they had to make sense. So wow, so it's very kind of cool. It's very cool, and also it could, it's challenging, but also it's really fun for me to do. And、um, I, I learned a lot. I really enjoyed doing that. I hope I get to do more of that and also performing live all at the same time. I think that would be a very good balance. My brain, yeah, because you've got to go in and out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because you can、and、get into the vortex of creativity and never come out, exactly. Or, you know what I mean? You have to, yeah, you're right about that balance, which is hard. You can't do it in the same day, it's hard, like、yeah. you can, but it's it's so hard to do, you know. It's、um, like, like good, if we,、mm-hmm. it's yeah, a good practice to like do on demand too, like they're like, you got to turn this in like by today at 5 p.m. or like you know, to write on demand. So that's something that's a good practice for my muscles. Ah,、oh, that is true. Yeah,、huh? but yeah, having to keep it like you have to do it to this second,、mm-hmm. you know. Or like that's like when we did live radio, we had to like, right. You, right. You're going to go off air as you're saying hello or goodbye. You know,、right. it's like yeah, boom, it's out. Yeah. yeah. So doing that and then doing the theater. How did you do theater? Like that's theater. a whole other. Yeah, exactly. Theater. I have nothing visually to work with. Theater is like it's because it hasn't happened yet. You know, the theater. You need the music before the the the. The show start rehearsing, so all I had was、Ooh. the、uh, yeah. All I had was like the story, you know, because I know it's Jane Austen. It's an adaptation of you know Sense and Sensibility. So this is gonna be in the old, you know, like in England, like you know. So I not at all. Yeah, exactly. Like kind of like <laughs> Downton Abbey, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched Downton Abbey as the reference and listened to the soundtrack of Downton Abbey, and then to figure out like with the instrumentation. First of all, you have to figure out what instruments you're going to be using for the soundtrack, or so like that's all very interesting to work out. And then I will have the script of the theater piece. I only、ah. have the script, so I have the dialogues. So I read the entire script, and they'll be like, "Oh, this section they want you to have, you know, music here."、Mm. 
So I have a little, it's interesting because yeah. with theater, there's like words to describe the scene. And no, there's going to be like a little, oh, melancholy or sad or what's happening in the scene. There's this like, oh, bustling city. They're arriving in London or this is going to be like a deathbed um, scene. So that's helpful to have those uh, descriptive words and adjectives. Wow. But with cool. this movie, there's absolutely no words. They didn't, the director just didn't give me any words. But then, but then also I have the visual. Mm. So do you now with your music, are you thinking like if you look at new me mm-hmm. about doing a video to that now that you've done the other, like flip it over to create, yeah, the, to do the visual the, side? The <laughs> um, I have thought about it. Yes. I actually made something. We ha- I have clips of, you know, things I want to be part of the music video, but I, I just, um, I don't know. I don't have like a story yet, but I know I have like, I shot something in the Joshua Tree National Parks actually for the, for the new me, cool. but I don't know how it's all going to come together. We'll see. <laughs> ah, cool. Hey, I, I love it. I love all the creativity of it all, you know, and, and just, yeah. you know, making the scores. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Super cool to do. Yeah. Well, always a pleasure having you on the show. Please Thank come back. So keep us posted as you keep creating and, Thank you know, you. hey, I love it. So now we have to go to Wisconsin and watch a play. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me again, Lisa. I, I wish you all the best with your travels and and. Oh, thank you. Art. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Everyone, I, National Parks Arts Foundation dot org. We want to support them. They're awesome. Uh, we're here every first uh, Friday with them at BigBlendRadio dot com and Shishwin dot com. That's it for everybody. So go there. C-H-I-H-S-U-A-N.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) 